If God's not going, we ain't going. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have Priscilla Shire on the show again, and she is sharing about Joshua and how he believed God. We need to believe the unthinkable in Christ. Everything is possible with Christ. Everything. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Do you realize that through him we can do anything? But we limit God with our thoughts and with our actions. And, oh, I don't think that can happen because it's just not going to happen. Because it's just me, little old me, and I'm not good enough. But the thing is, we have got to believe God. Pray big prayers and expect big things. And when we do that, when we trust God and expect the great things from Him, He delivers. I hope you enjoy Priscilla. God is calling us to be leaders who are fearless, who don't let the things of this natural world determine whether or not we will obey God. Over 300 times in the scripture, he says different derivatives of do not be afraid, fear not. Over and over again, we are told that because the power of God lives on the inside of us, we are not held captive to natural standards. We have supernatural ability. Did you know that? That the Holy Spirit of God lives in us to empower us to do what looks like it cannot be done in our natural abilities. I've got, uh, it was mentioned to you that I have daughters. I do not have daughters, actually. I've got three boys. They are six, five, and one. Can somebody say, Lord, have mercy. My oldest son a couple years ago just started to lose all his teeth. You know, they get around five and every, just they start popping up, out one out after the other. And he was so excited about losing his teeth. That first tooth came out. We told him, we're going to put it under your pillow. The tooth fairy is going to come. In the morning, you're going to have a surprise in the place of that tooth. Man, I have never seen that brother so excited to go to bed in my whole life. <laughs> so we put the tooth under the pillow. You know, he laid his head down. But every three seconds, he was looking under the pillow to just see if anything had happened. So about three in the morning... The tooth fairy, who is the six foot three, 250 pound man that I sleep next to every night. He got up, went upstairs, exchanged the tooth for a treasure. In the morning, I knew when Jackson got up, because I just heard thumping and chaos upstairs as he discovered his treasure under his pillow. He ran downstairs, he said, mama, mama, the tooth fairy came, look what I got. He opened up one hand, there was a package of gummy bears. He opened up the other hand, there was five dollars. I was thinking a dime. Anybody know? My husband saw the look on my face. Because you know when mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. He said, Priscilla, don't you worry. He said, you remember last month, which would have been November. Last month was Jackson's fifth birthday. He said, do you remember that on that fifth birthday, we invited family members over. They all came over. They brought cards. Inside of all those cards were $5 bills. He said, you remember we took all those $5 bills, put them in a birthday drawer. He said, this morning, 3 a.m., I went inside that birthday drawer, got out a $5 bill, and put it underneath this pillow. 
Yeah. That's called good parenting. That's what that's called. Dave Ramsey, you'll be proud of me. That's good financial stewardship is what that is. And I watched my boy get so excited. Listen to me. He got so excited about treasure that he really already had. And somebody in this room needs to know that the moment you got saved, there was treasure deposited on the inside of you in the person of the Holy Spirit so that you don't have to fear stuff that regular folk fear because you and I are regular. We've got the Holy Spirit of God on the inside of us empowering us to do and be what we cannot do and be in our own natural ability. The treasure of God is on the inside of you. Do not be afraid. And then Joshua says to the children of Israel, verse 3, they commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God with the Levitical priest carrying it, then and only then shall you set out from your place and go after it. I love Joshua. Joshua doesn't say, I'm the leader, follow me. Joshua says, God's the leader, let's follow him. He says, until you see God's presence, symbolized by the Ark of the Covenant, until you see God's presence moving, then you don't move. If God's presence doesn't go, you don't go. I don't care how exciting it looks. I don't care how good the opportunity looks. If God's not going, we ain't going. I love that. And so Joshua teaches us not only to act immediately, not only to act fearlessly, he teaches you and I to acknowledge the presence of God. Listen, I know there are so many good opportunities out there for you and I, but listen, if God ain't going, we ought not go. Do you know what I love about Jesus while he lived on, on planet earth, while he ministered? He said in John 5, 19, Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father doing. In other words, if God ain't doing it, I ain't doing it. Doesn't matter how good the opportunity looks. And so the captivating thing about Jesus Christ is not only that while he was here on earth that he did his Father's will. Here's the captivating thing. That he did his Father's will and nothing else. You see, you and I are so often so captivated by everything else. We don't even have enough energy left for what God actually wanted us to do. What if you and I just looked for God's presence and we only moved when we saw the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God moving? We need God to follow, we need God to direct us, to lead us, even though we might be the leader of that, that, that management association, that, that organization, that church, that ministry. We might be the leader, but we better be following hard after God. And there's a reason why. The end of verse 4 tells us why. Joshua says the reason why we have to follow God is because we've not passed this way before. <laughs> God's been here already, but we've not been here, and God knows where he's going. We better follow hard after him. My second little boy was sitting around the Christmas tree one year. He was three. Jackson was five. They have a couple little gifts in front of them, and Jerry, my husband, tried to have a little spiritual moment with them before they opened up their gifts, and he said, guys, whose birthday is it really today? Jackson, the five-year-old, said, it's Jesus's birthday. The three-year-old heard his brother say it's Jesus's birthday, saw the gifts in front of him, and said, Am I Jesus? <laughs> but see, out of the mouths of babes, sometimes the truth comes. Because the reality is they sometimes will say things that we won't say, we'll just think. 
And the reality is we must think we're God because if we didn't, we wouldn't try to control situations the way that we do. If we knew that he was God and we were not, we would know that we've got to follow after him instead of trusting in our own devices. Would you look at the person next to you and just say, you are not God, you are not. <laughs> and, and I mean, I mean, come on. Just look at them. Aren't you glad they aren't God? <laughs> We've got to acknowledge the presence of God. Finally, Joshua says, verse 5, look at what Joshua tells the people. Here's great leadership. He says, consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Brothers and sisters, it's time for there to be a group of leaders who will tell people to do what Joshua told them to do. He basically said to them, I'm not only going to act immediately, I'm not only going to act fearlessly, I'm not only going to acknowledge the presence of God, but I'm going to anticipate God's miracles. I'm going to act today like God's getting ready to do something tomorrow. What if we had a group of leaders, you and I, who encouraged people that whatever box they have that they contain their God in, whatever box they put a lid on to determine this is what God will do and this is how he will act, what if we had some leaders that would shake up people's boxes, turn them upside down and say to them, listen, would you take the lid off that box and anticipate that our God can do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything that you can ask or think and that he can blow the lid off of your box. You and I are those leaders to tell people to anticipate God's activity, to assume that God can do bigger. We got to stop praying safe prayers all the time. We've got to say, God, I believe that you can do the unthinkable. Why can we trust that God can do that? Because listen, he's the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. He's the keeper of creation and the creator of all. He's the architect of the universe and the manager of all time. He always was, always is, always will be, unmoved, unchanged, undefeated, and never undone. He was bruised and brought healing. He was pierced but eased pain. He was persecuted but brought freedom. He was dead and brings life. He is risen and brings power. And he reigns to bring peace. The world can't understand him. Armies can't defeat him. Schools can't explain him. And leaders, they can't ignore him. Herod couldn't kill him. The Pharisees couldn't confuse him. And the people couldn't hold him. Nero couldn't crush him. Hitler couldn't silence him. The New Age can't replace him. And Oprah cannot explain him away. She can't do it. He is light. He is love. He is longevity. He is the Lord. He is goodness, kindness, gentleness, and he is God. He is holy, righteous, powerful, and pure. His ways are right. His word eternal. His will is unchanging, and his mind is on me, and his mind is on you. A God like that, we ought to anticipate the miracles of God. And so following Joshua, following this man who acted intentionally and immediately, who acted fearlessly, who acknowledged the presence of God and who anticipated the miracles of God, following a leader like that, finally, two million Hebrews walked across the Jordan and into the promised land. They did it back then and following you, they'll do it today. Well, that was Priscilla Shire, and you can find that entire talk on YouTube if you search for Priscilla Shire, Anticipate the Miracles of God. 
You can also find out more about her at her website, goingbeyondministries.com. Well, that is all I have for you today. I hope you will take just a minute to rate and review this podcast if you love it. And I will see you again tomorrow. I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless. God bless.